It's Happy New Year time, and we are making lots of resolutions. What is the secret to making and keeping the resolution? That and more on today's edition of Aging Options. The following program offers general information, not legal advice, and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not reveal information in this public setting that you wish to keep confidential. Every person's legal situation is unique. You should contact your attorney or other professional advisors before taking any actions related to the subjects discussed on this program. I so much appreciate your services. You just do such a marvelous job. It's time to know your options and master your future. I had a question about Medicaid. My life, my plan, my way. My question is about VA. LifePoint Law presents Aging Options with elder law attorney and life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. I have a question about Social Security. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. Know your options. Nice having somebody who is knowledgeable. Now here is life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. And welcome to Aging Options, the first edition in 2021, a year that is starting off with a bang. And it is indeed a time to go ahead and take a look at what is it that we accomplished in 2020 and what do we want to accomplish something different in 2021. What becomes glaringly apparent, glaringly apparent, is that regardless of all the bangs that are going on, all the interesting mayhem that is going on in Washington, D.C. and several state capitals. One thing that is not changing is we are aging. Some of us may be aging much faster than what other people would uh, are aging, and some of us are aging much faster than what we would like to age, but we are all aging. And this is aging options. How we age in America is nothing to brag about or crow about 70% failure rate in, in, in America on, on aging in our later years is nothing uh, to, to, to aspire to, not a journey that you want to look forward to, unless you have a plan how to successfully be part of the 30% who somehow magically are able to manage to, to succeed in retirement. That's what we talk about in aging options. And what a better day than today for you to pick up the phone and call us about what are your concerns about the aging issues? What are you doing different this year? Look, I mean, to, today is a brand new year. Uh, we got a clean slate. We can choose to do what we want to end up doing. Are we going to make some resolutions? Are we going to make resolutions that are only going to be good for the next uh, six months to a year? Or do you want to make a bold resolution that will impact the rest of your life, and not only the rest of your life, but the lives of all the people you hold dear in your life. And that's what you can end up doing. The phone lines are open, 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. And that's how you can teleport yourself into the studio and ask whatever questions you want. If you've got aging on mind, if you've got questions on mind, we probably have an answer for you. Not the answer, probably what you would get from traditional outlets, but an answer that is designed to help you introspectively look at your life and figure out where are the gaps and the holes that can scuttle your well-laid-out plans for the rest of your life. 
when you look at the rest of your life, you want to live a long, healthy, successful life. You want to be financially independent. You want to be physically healthy all the way to the end so you can do what you want to do, not what others are going to tell you to do. But despite having all those hopes and goals, I mean, here's the the, the dark reality. There's a 70% chance you're not going to be able to live out your life in your own home, a 69% chance you will grow old, become ill, and become a burden on the people that you love the most, and a significant opportunity that you're going to fall ill and lose some of your hard-earned assets to uncovered medical and long-term care costs. None of this stuff needs to be part of your bailiwick. You can plan for a different outcome. You can not only hope to live out your life in your own home all the way to the end, you can actually accomplish that. You can not only hope to pass on your hard-earned legacy to your children, you can secure that. Not only can you hope not to become a burden on your loved ones, you can actually lay out a roadmap or or, or, or a pathway for your agents to follow so you don't become a burden on them. It's all entirely possible, but not if you don't do something about it, something different than what traditional planning allows you to do. And for that, at Aging Options, last year, we uh, you remember I came back in November after having taped the PBS show, and we unfurled a new program called My Life, My Plan, My Way. It's not just about any one aspect of life, health or housing and financial legal, uh, getting your legal affairs in order or accumulating a lot of money and hoping that you live your life out in your own home or, or spending a lot of time to make sure that you're going to be healthy all the way to the end. It's all of the above. And the traditional advice that you end up getting, it is riddled with self-interests that are the foundation of that advice. When people are giving you advice, what is their financial motivation behind having, behind recommending a certain course of action? And if you figure that part out, you'll figure out that the only way that you're going to get some objective advice that is not riddled with conflicts of interest is if you take the time to understand how the different pieces of life in retirement will actually come together. When will you be able to retire and retire confidently? Give us a call, 1-800-465-8770. And and we start the year off, as we always do, on agingoptions.com. If you go down to agingoptions.com, you'll be able to take a look at the latest four stories Tony Bolin has scoured the internet uh, looking for and and posted these four stories which I think are important in today's day and time. These are all topical issues to cut down some of the noise that you have. These are all the stories that you need to pay attention to and the four that you'll find today. The first one is uh, it comes from New York Times and, and it, it basically is talking about should you take the, the your, your your shots should you take your vaccines not just your the vaccine we are all hoping to be able to take which is the coronavirus the covid vaccine but this is what about your other vaccines that you need to be taking your flu shots etc should you be taking those or skipping those it talks about that stuff and i think you'll find that and we'll talk about that for a little bit because there are stories no no doubt in my mind there are stories on the internet that clearly do do link some uh, some of the the risks that you have taking the COVID shot. And I've, I have uh, seen it both ways. I have a whole group of people who are saying that I can't wait to go ahead and take the vaccine. And you've got a smaller number of people who are saying, nope, not going to take it. Why not? Because bad things are happening. 
there's something called Bell's palsy that happened to four people who took the Pfizer vac- uh, vaccination. Um, there were four of them who got. Oh, so what is Bell's palsy? And is is that number four enough to go and dissuade you that you shouldn't take it? And what about severe allergies? Should people who have severe allergies should be taking it? And is that what the real test is, or is it something different? And what you'll find out when you read the story, no, it's not that you, if you have allergies, you should not be taking the shot. It is if you have allergic reactions to vaccines, then you shouldn't be taking the shots. I think that's a great story for you to take a look at. That's on Aging Options, the blog. The second story, well, it's now settled, isn't it? The Biden administration is going to take over on the 20th of January. And as it does... What can we expect when it comes to taxes, money, retirement? What kind of changes can we expect out there? That story, uh, it, it's a great story. It, it basically is coming from Boston Estate Lawyer's blog. And I think I, I like this blog only because he is focused on what I am focused on, which is how does it impact the retiree community? And we'll talk about that, uh, or you should at least take a look at it. Maybe we don't have a chance to talk about that because you're going to be calling and making that call to 1-800-465-8770, and we will talk about what you want to talk about, not the story. The third story that we have, this is an evergreen, a scam alert, warning from CNBC. The promise of a $600 stimulus check means one more opportunity for scammers to deal your data. What do you need to know about the scam that is just now starting to get underway? And how do you protect yourself from this scam? And then the last story, again, comes from Wall Street Journal. Instead of oversized goals, focus on tiny changes that can help you save for retirement and develop better habits. This is the season of making a lot of resolutions. We know that most of the resolutions probably don't last beyond a few months, even if that long. Why does that happen? Because resolutions are not made because they are not important to you. They are important to you, but something gets in the way and people are unable to live or, or, or to, to make live up to the resolutions that they have made. But some do, don't they? So what's that secret? What do people do to be able to keep their resolutions? And what is one of the Biggest resolution I dare suggest that you should be considering making. Right? Look at the rest of your life, not just a small portion of your life, but look at every aspect of your life that you need to start understanding about the pieces you need to pull together to be successful in life. And if you're able to look at that and then start chipping away at that slowly but surely using this guidance from the Wall Street Journal Uh, article about what are the secrets of you developing better habits so that you can keep your resolutions. But for you to keep the resolution, you need to know all the parts of the resolution, and that probably is one of the biggest things that happens. So those are the stories that we are going to be talking about on today's edition of Aging Options. And and I'd invite you again. The the phone numbers are still the same, I think. They are 1-800-465-8770. That's one 800-465-8770 if you have any questions on the aging issue. And I promise to give you answers that are unbiased. They are designed, they come, uh, they're built on the foundation that for you to get honest, 
advice and honest answers. You've got to seek advice from people who don't have conflicts of interest. Yes, I'm an elder law attorney and I do legal work, but the platform on which we have built Aging Options is not legal work. The platform on which we have built Aging Options is basically the reality that despite the fact that majority of Americans do a lot of planning over their lifetimes, only a handful of us end up succeeding in retirement. And it doesn't happen because we didn't have the legal documents. Yeah, we can talk about legal documents if you want to talk about. But I would much rather talk about not just the legal documents, but I'd much rather talk about what are all the other aspects of life that you need to pull together. And there I have zero conflict of interest. And so the answers that you end up getting from uh, from me are going to be answers you're unlikely to hear from other places. And that's why PBS picked up the show and said, yes, we want to record the show and, 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 and air it. And it is airing all over the country. Sadly, not in Seattle. I hope PBS Seattle will pick it up. But it is not in Seattle, but it's playing all over the country. And we are getting calls from all over the country. Can I come do work with you? And the sad answer is, yeah, I'm a lawyer licensed in the state of Washington. I can only help people in the state of Washington. So lucky us who are here in the state of Washington. You have something, I promise you, very unique, a solution that is now being sought, sought, sought out all over the country. I can give it to other people other than just educate them and have some other things. But you can also take time to go to the website and, and, and learn something called My Life, My Plan, My Way. Indeed, if you want to take a different version of aging options, you go to a website called MyLifeMyPlanMyWay.com. It will take you to the Washington State-specific portion of aging options as we take aging options nationwide. And it will give you tools and solutions that are not going to be available for people who are not in the state of Washington. My life, my plan, my way. You can go to agingoptions.com uh, slash Washington or my life, my plan, my way.com and you can get to the page that is just for Washingtonians. And you can really understand what Aging Options philosophy is all about. So let's get to the stories that we have. The first story that I really wanted to talk about was the first one that I teased. It comes from Wall Street Journal and it talks about uh, how do people end up making resolutions and how can you ensure that you're going to uh, succeed in that resolution? Indeed, have you made a resolution this year? What is your resolution this year? What do you want to accomplish this year? Uh, you want to share that thought? You know, give us a call, 800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. And what are you going to do to make sure that it is going to end up sticking? And this article, I think, does a good job of realizing that people end up failing most of the time in, in keeping their resolutions when they start feeling overwhelmed. And, and, and if it is overwhelmed because the goal that you have is too big, you probably are not going to realize it. But if you break it down into small changes that you need to end up making, bite-sized chunks. Today, you know, I haven't been walking. I, I need to get to my 10,000 steps. Today, I'm going to take 500 steps. That's what I'm going, uh, what, that is what I am going to end up doing. I think most of us can take, uh, or maybe even 100 steps, uh, if we haven't taken any steps. And it's interesting as to how quickly you'll be able to get to your 10,000 steps. I remember several years ago when I bought my uh, my exercise, an elliptical machine. Uh, the first day that I got onto the elliptical machine um, didn't do very well. I mean, it was like three minutes and I was kind of tired out. 
It took me a little while, but today I think I can go on that machine for about an hour long, pretty straight, at a fairly high resistance level. But it didn't happen overnight. It's small, bite-sized chunks. And particularly when you're looking at the rest of your life, my challenge to you would be that, look, as you look at 2021, this is a brand new start to a new year. This is the time for you to take a look at the rest of your life and say, look, as I grow old, my life impacts a lot of other people. And as I grow old, I absolutely want to make sure I succeed in retirement. I don't end up being falling ill and, and ending up in some sort of a care facility against my wishes. I don't want to end up running out of money. I certainly don't want to become burdened to the people I love most. It is all doable. But what are the pieces? And there are different pieces that you can take a look at to make that happen. Make it resolve, if nothing else this year, even if you don't follow through on the plan, resolve to at least understand what the pieces are. What makes traditional retirement planning fail in America? And what are the different steps you can end up taking so you can actually succeed? I see that we are already a little bit over the time. Boy, I got, got totally caught up in my moment. Uh, why don't we take our first break? When we come back, we've got a special guest on today's show, Aaron Baker from LifePoint Law, and he'll be talking to us about interesting things what are going on in the legal world. So when we come back, we'll talk to Aaron Baker. I think he should be on. And, and if he's not on, we'll still talk about the legal stuff that's happening and the other stories that we have on aging options. But more importantly, you need to pick up the phone and dial 1-800-465-8770. We'll talk to you right after this break. When you invest in yourself and your future, don't just accept what industries with thinly veiled profit motives want you to believe. It's your life. It should be your plan. It needs to be done your way. Aging Options helps people do a better job of planning for their future. Master your future with a free 30-day trial of The Portal. Your free trial gives you access to the Aging Options Academy, where you can create your life plan. You'll also get access to the Life Plan Organizer, a groundbreaking online platform for managing and sharing your retirement plan, including detailed instructions for those who will need them if something happens to you. Create the kind of retirement you've always dreamed of, one where you live where you want, without running out of money, and without becoming a burden. Visit agingoptions.com and click to start your free 30-day trial. That's agingoptions.com. Don't wait. Join the portal today. Aging Options, changing the way America thinks of, plans for, and navigates through retirement. Does someone you love need care in the home? An elderly parent or relative? A spouse dealing with a long-term illness? Maybe a family member facing a disability? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. Whether you need help on a full-time basis or just a few hours a week, our trained and experienced caregivers are matched to meet your needs. We can even help with access to on-call physician support along with in-home care. Why not let our family take care of yours? HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006, 253-564-1006, or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. HomeWatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours. 
70% of all retirement plans fail. Will yours be one of them? In a free, no-obligation webinar offered by Aging Options, you will discover why retirement for the majority of people ends up being a living nightmare and learn a revolutionary new approach to retirement planning that's helping thousands of people in Washington overcome their biggest fears about growing old. You'll learn a new way of thinking about and planning for retirement. This proven approach delivers a retirement plan that works just as well toward the end of life when your health diminishes as it does in the early part of retirement. This plan integrates five key areas, health, housing, finance, legal, and family. My life, my plan, my way. Learn why traditional approaches to retirement planning fail so often and discover how to get started on the path to success. It's easy and it's free. Take the first step to master your future. Visit agingoptions.com and register for an upcoming live online webinar. That's agingoptions.com. Now back to Aging Options. My life, my plan, my way. Changing the way America thinks of, plans for, and navigates through retirement. With life planning coach Rajiv Nagayach. And welcome back to Aging Options. This is Elder Law Attorney Rajiv Nagayach. Imagine you're about to take a trip somewhere in the world, a vacation that you've coveted to want to take. You've been waiting several years to take it. Go to the airport, you go to the check-in counter, and you are about to check in for the flight. But something catches your eye right behind the person who's checking you in. There's a little sign that is kind of flashing. It's big enough, but not really big enough, but a sign that's flashing. And at the flight, uh, the sign says that this flight that you're about to board has a 70% chance of crashing and burning. It probably will not make it to the other side. The 30% chance you might end up making it. Would you get on that plane? Would you take that journey? I would somehow bet almost my bottom dollar that you're never going to take that journey. Why? Because any endeavor, any journey that has a 70% chance of failure and ending your life in catastrophe is not a chance that you want to end up taking. But then why are we taking a chance of 70% failure in retirement? We know that traditional retirement planning fails 70% of the people. But there is a better answer. You can't stop aging. That's the one thing that you cannot do is to stop aging. So you've got to do something about the aging issue. But you can change the way that you're going to plan for aging so you have an 80% chance of success and a 20% chance for failure, not a 70% chance for failure. Wouldn't that be a better way to do that? And for that, you know, go to agingoptions.com and sign up for one of the upcoming webinars. I promise you, if you don't learn anything in that webinar, email me and I will send you something of value. I don't know what that will be, but I'll send you something of value. Because I have so much confidence that the traditional planning journey that the average person ends up taking, it sounds like the right thing to do. It turns out to be the wrong thing. And the only time that you find out when it's almost too late, you'd be smarter to figure out all the stuff that you can do wrong before you make those decisions so you can actually succeed in retirement. Go to agingoptions.com and sign up for one of the upcoming webinars. There are two of them coming up. One of them is I, uh, one of them is uh, on the 16th, I believe. Uh, let's start again. Uh, the two webinars coming up, one is on the 16th at 1 o'clock of January, and the other one is January 19th at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. You can take either one of them. There's also an option that you can take an on-demand webinar. There's nobody up there. You can just take it in your own own time, and majority of the people who start that webinar actually end up completing it. 
unbelievable but they do because the information is so powerful but better would be for you to do a moderated session that way if you're watching something some questions happen you can get your questions answered you can go to agingoptions.com register for one of the upcoming webinars and with that we have uh, a, a special guest on our show today we've got Aaron Baker from LifePoint Law who is joining us on this show welcome to aging options Aaron good morning Rajiv so, Happy New Year to you. Have you made a good New Year's resolution this year? Well, my, my New Year's resolution is to uh, help more people than I did last year. <laughs> That's a good resolution. Uh, so one of the stories, Aaron, that we have on our website today is that as the Biden administration takes over in Washington, D.C., here's what seniors can expect concerning taxes, money, and retirement. It comes from a blog called the Boston Estate Lawyer Blog. It's attorney Linda Fisher and his staff who, who actually write these blogs. And, and I think she did a good good job. And normally, I don't go to other people's blogs because I write my own blog. But, but this, I thought, she had done a pretty darn decent job. And the three things she's talking about, are uh, there will be some uh, notable, significant changes that are going to impact the 60-plus community. One of them is going to be uh, to restore the long-term health of Social Security. Now, whether he's able to put it off or not, we'll, we'll see by 2023. Social Security is destined to decimate, at least the trust fund is supposed to just run out, and it is likely if we don't do anything, people will see about a 25% reduction in the Social Security benefits. The second thing they're talking about is what you do. Biden administration promises to fully fund the Medicaid program, and, and, and I dare say the Medicaid program they're talking about is the Affordable Care Act that he was vice president on when President Obama had done the Obamacare. This is the Obamacare that he is talking about up here. So help our, uh, help our listeners understand, what is the distinction when it comes to Medicare between Obamacare and the planning that you do using the Medicare benefits, uh, the Medicaid benefits? What is the difference between those two programs? So the, the Obamacare has has more to do with with Medicare and the the actual help with things that a doctor can help you with. It, it's it doesn't tend to be a lot of long term care benefits that come come from that. It's you know if you have a broken arm, they can they'll pay for you to get a cast. If you have a if you have cancer, they'll pay for your chemo, things like that. Uh, the Medicaid benefits I help people get are for those things that you can't go to the doctor and have it fixed. Um, Alzheimer's that's, that's robbing you of your memory and making it so you can't handle your, your everyday tasks because you can't remember how to do them. Uh, needing help getting in and out of beds and chairs, needing help bathing yourself. Those sorts of things aren't covered by traditional medical insurance. And for those, you have to either come up with the money yourself or you have to look to help from Medicaid or the VA or, or something like that. Got it. Okay, so I, I think you know, another way of saying that would be that uh, Obamacare is effectively really for the younger crowd under 65. Uh, and long-term care benefits are for any age. It could be under 65, it could be over 65, but it is targeting not just medical or health insurance it is targeting long-term care benefits which is when somebody becomes ill they cannot manage their day-to-day living activities they need someone to help get them out of bed cook for them do the laundry uh just help them navigate the day that's the type of service that 
you work with, which is the Medicaid program, the long-term care Medicaid program. Um, so, so let's talk about that for a little bit. I, I think you know over the over the last year since March, we've been stuck in COVID. Uh, have you seen a decline of people who actually are falling ill or dealing with dementia issues and stuff, or has that number stayed pretty constant? The number I think has stayed constant. I, the, what I'm seeing is there are seems to be more people waiting until the last minute when they are desperate before they start getting help. Uh, before COVID, when people felt comfortable going into our office and and talking to people and they were doing more visits with their family and there was more interactions, people were noticing the changes sooner. They were more comfortable going out and talking to somebody in an office and trying to get help early on. So since COVID, I'm finding a lot of people that are coming to me when they're at the point of absolute desperation where they've realized they are out of options. They they don't have time to do any planning, and they need something tomorrow instead of six months from now or a year from now. So, give me a typical profile of a person who who is in that type of situation. Uh, what is the age, and what what sorts of issues are they dealing with by the time they end up calling you? So, I would say the average age for most of my clients. Although I've had clients in their forties and fifties that have disabilities that that create these needs for long-term care sooner. But the average age, I would say, is somewhere in the early to mid-80s and above, uh, not always. And it's typically either somebody who has a loved one who has had a stroke or fallen and broken a leg and reacted badly to the anesthetic during surgery, or they have dementia or Alzheimer's that had been progressing very slowly and then all of a sudden takes a big jump and, and now they're not paying their bills, they're not bathing themselves, they're wandering off and getting lost. Uh, so it, it's typically somebody who has has a very sudden, all of a sudden they realize, I can't do this anymore and I can't afford to pay for somebody to help me. Now what do I do? But they have Medicare, though. I mean, why would Medicare not cover something like that? If If the doctor can't give you a prescription for a magic pill that's going to make you remember how to cook your food and and do your laundry and help you reach when you can't reach to to wash your feet. Without that magic pill, Medicare just doesn't really pay for the care these people need. It's it's much more of the everyday life help that they need, and that's just not covered by Medicare or traditional medical insurance. Right. And so, you know, uh, Aaron, we are, we are at the bottom of the hour. We need to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to continue this conversation. I want you to help our listeners understand what are the types of issues that, that people are dealing with and what Medicaid is available to pay for. But more importantly, you'll tell us about what changes are happening in the Medicaid program in 2021 relative to last year and how can people actually take advantage of these programs. Who are the best people positioned? Who, who, who should be looking at these types of programs? So when we come back, think about that. And to you, the listener, you know, uh, the phone lines are open. If you have a question, if you've got a loved one who is dealing with incapacities and you are wringing your hand and saying, I'm losing my sanity in this process, I can't do this much longer. Is there help? I think there is. Today would be the day to call and talk to Aaron Baker directly, who helps people every day in your situations. If you're dealing with a loved one with incapacities, if you can help find money to pay for people who can help you lessen the burden that you have to deal with. If you are dealing with money running out in a care facility, he can help you find money. 
so that these cover the, these costs of these care facilities can be taken care of. So give us a call, 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Aaron Baker and your calls right after this message. of all retirement plans fail. Will yours be one of them? In a free, no-obligation webinar offered by Aging Options, you will discover why retirement for the majority of people ends up being a living nightmare and learn a revolutionary new approach to retirement planning that's helping thousands of people in Washington overcome their biggest fears about growing old. You'll learn a new way of thinking about and planning for retirement. This proven approach delivers a retirement plan that works just as well toward the end of life when your health diminishes as it does in the early part of retirement. This plan integrates five key areas, health, housing, finance, legal, and family. My life, my plan, my way. Learn why traditional approaches to retirement planning fail so often and discover how to get started on the path to success. It's easy and it's free. Take the first step to master your future. Visit agingoptions.com and register for an upcoming live online webinar. That's agingoptions.com. Now back to Aging Options. My life, my plan, my way. Changing the way America thinks of, plans for, and navigates through retirement. With life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. And welcome back to Aging Options. This is Elder Law Attorney Rajiv Nagayich talking to Aaron Baker, who is an Elder Law Attorney at LifePoint Law. He helps people who are dealing with the incapacity of some family member. And as he is helping you find money, there is home watch caregivers in the background helping you have the people so you don't have to go this journey alone. You have a lot of help. The combination between an elder law attorney to help figure out where will the money come from and a a service where you can find the people who can come and lighten the load for you. I think you can have a much better answer. To think that there is no alternative to you having to deal with institutional care is just plain fallacy. You need to be in charge and make decisions that are in your interest. You don't have to listen to when people say, oh, which rehab center do you want to go to or which assisted living? You have a lot of options if you have the right people helping you. And Home Watch Caregivers out of Tacoma is a great agency for you to deal with when it comes to needing or accessing care at home. You can reach them at 253-285-1824. That's 253-285-1824, Home Watch Caregivers. Aaron, before we left uh, for the break, we were talking about uh, long-term care issues, and and I wanted you to kind of tell us a little bit about what sorts of uh, of services does Medicaid offer that can lighten the load of a family member or a loved one, either financially or physically, when they're dealing with the incapacity of somebody? What kinds of issues does Medicaid help with? So that, that's a, a pretty broad answer, so I'll, I'll kind of narrow it down a little bit. For in-home care, uh, the things that Medicaid will pay for, they will pay for somebody to come into the home and help with things like getting in and out of bed, uh, using the toilet, daily hygiene, preparing meals, um, Medicaid man- or medicine management, prescription management, all those little things, helping clean the house, um, 
financially they once once you're on Medicaid, Medicaid will pay all medical and dental and prescription copays for you, so you don't have those little piecemeal uh, costs eating eating up your savings when you have copays on Medicare or your supplemental insurance. They will also pay for care in an adult family home or an assisted living home or a, a nursing home as long as those facilities accept Medicaid and are are licensed to provide Medicaid. So there are a lot of different services you can get paid for through Medicaid to different degrees. You know, if it's in home and they're helping you with those physical things, it is pretty hard to get more than four to six hours per day unless you have an extreme need and very specific medical conditions. Um, but within within a range, they will help pay for just about anything you need as long as it's something that can only be handled on a long-term basis. They're, they're not going to be the ones that you go to for that, that broken forearm or something like that. Medicare is going to cover those costs for you, but those everyday needs are the sorts of things that Medicaid is going to help pay for for you so that you don't have that constant bleed from your savings. So who is eligible for that? I mean, isn't the common thinking that I have too much money, I've got too much income, I'm not going to qualify for Medicaid? That that is the common myth. It is available. Generally speaking, the the ones that I deal with are people who are 65 or older, or have a disability, or are legally blind. Those, that's typically the one of the main criteria. And then it's there is a financial piece, and a lot of people think they have to be completely destitute. But you are allowed to have, as a single person, a house with. A, a pretty significant equity value. You can have a car, you can have $2,000 in cash assets, and there are a lot of other things you're allowed to have. A married couple can have even more than that. Um, so you, you don't have to be completely broke. And with the right planning, you can actually protect a lot of assets that people don't think they can have. You can also have significantly more income than most people think you can have when you go on to Medicaid. Got it. Uh, we are talking to elder law attorney uh, Aaron Baker from LifePoint Law. If you have any questions uh, about financial issues or what is Medicaid, what is the difference between Medicare and Medicaid, any questions like that, this is the day to be calling. Call us at 1-800-465-8770, 1-800-465-8770, and you can talk to Aaron directly as we continue our conversations with him. And you can do exactly what I think Linda is, uh, sorry, Donna is doing, who's calling from Seattle. Uh, Donna, welcome to Aging Options. What's on your mind? Hi. Uh, I have a son who's going to be turning 65 this summer. And in my will, uh, I have it set up so that when I'm gone, he has, he will be on, uh, he will, ah, his needs will be funded by a special needs trust mm -hmm. because he's on low income right now. But I just found out that a special needs trust needs to be funded before he turns 65. Is that right? Yeah. It is? So that, that is not entirely true. So special needs trusts that need to be funded before age 65 would be if he was using his own money and creating a trust for his own benefit. He can do that as long as he's 64 years old or younger and have some protection from Medicaid. 
once you turn 65, if you are funding your own special needs trust with your own money, then there are Medicaid ramifications. But if the trust is set up by your will when you pass away, that special need trust is going to have all the protections he needs when he needs Medicaid or, or other long-term benefits. So, so in other words, Donna, you don't have to worry about that because your money, your estate is not his money. So yeah. you can put whatever money at any age for somebody else for 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 protection purposes in a special needs trust. There is no age limit to it. It would only apply, that age limit would only apply if he was putting his own money. And the law allows people who are working, they may be special needs, but they're working because you can only have $2,000 to your name by the time you qualify mm-hmm. for Medicaid. And if his job is giving him enough money, he's not spending it fast enough, it accumulates to more than 2000 then he could jeopardize his own eligibility unless he creates a special needs trust and puts all the extra money into the special needs trust. And that trust must be created before you turn 65, uh, 65 years of age. So that's not the case up here. I think you're good. How, how old is your special needs trust, could I ask? How old is he? How old is your trust? How many years oh, ago did you... Oh, he'll be 65 this summer. No, no, no. He's not working. He's on no, no, SSI. No, no, no. no, no that's he not my question. because of some psych issues Right. That is not my question. My question is, when did you prepare this special needs trust? How many years ago? In my will? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I um, started it about 10 years ago, and I just updated it a couple of years ago. Okay. Yeah, if it's updated a couple of years ago, you'll be okay, because there were some law changes that happened. The older trusts were a lot more restrictive than the newer trusts are, and the newer trusts will actually uh, allow you to be a little bit more generous when it comes to distribution of assets, what the money can be used for. So just make sure that you're updating those documents. Well, I'm not completely sure what you said about that. Come again? Would you repeat that? I mean, I've I've got a will made, and in my will, I have it set up for him to have a special needs trust when I'm gone. If you have updated that in the last two years, I think you're good. The laws around special needs trusts changed about four or five years ago. Under the old laws, the money was, uh, the use of the money was very restrictive, much more restrictive than it is under the new laws. And I just wanted to point out, if you have not updated that trust in the last four or five years, you should go do that. But I think you've already done it, so I think you should be good to go. Well, I haven't funded the trust. It won't get funded till you die. Right, I understand that. Right, yeah. So you don't need to fund it right now. I think you're good. Hmm. Now I'm terribly confused. Um, okay, I have one other quick question. Um, okay. I've been listening to, you know, all the Medicare, Medicaid, you know, TV ads for the last three or four months. Mm-hmm. And it said, I, I'm sure it said this, if you have both Medicare and Medicaid, Mm-hmm. You know, call this number. Well, how can you have both Medicare and Medicaid? You can. When well, you turn sixty-five, thought. when you turn sixty-five, you become eligible for Medicare. Yeah. You enroll in Medicare, but when you're on Medicaid, you you may not have the money to pay for the Medicare premiums. Right. That's where Medicaid comes in. 
if your income and your asset base is low enough that you can qualify for Medicaid, then Medicaid will pay the premiums for your Medicare policy, Medicare program. That's how it happens. And so the the company that you probably are looking at, they offer something called dual eligible beneficiaries. They issue policies to people who qualify both for Medicare and for Medicaid. Medicare because they're over 65, and Medicaid because they do not have enough assets or income. That's what you're looking at. Yeah, well, so he's on Medicaid. So when he turns 65, he'll stay on Medicaid? Correct. But he will need to apply for Medicare also. Oh, he needs to apply for Medicare. Correct, because he is now 65. I am assuming that he has worked enough quarters to be able to qualify for Medicare. No, he's not. He's on SSI now. Right. If he has not, then normally speaking, there would be a premium he would be required to pay to get Medicare because he did not contribute enough. But whatever that premium is will be covered by Medicaid. Bottom line, you will still need to apply for Medicare for your son when he turns 65. Okay. And then the premiums will be paid, okay, because he doesn't have any extra money at all. Correct. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much for the call, Donna, and Happy New Year to you. And that leaves the line open for you to be calling 1-800-465-8770. Look, these are not easy questions to really even put your hands around. These are confusing terms. When when uh, Medicare and Medicaid, how do they end up working? Should I be looking at that? Today is a great day to call when you've got the expert who does this planning for clients, Aaron Baker from LifePoint Law. We're going to take a last break. When we come back, we'll be talking to you because you will pick up the phone and call. And if not, then Aaron, you and I will continue the conversation about Medicaid and what changes people can expect to see in 2021 relative to prior years. We will be back on Aging Options right after this break. The nursing home isn't your only option if your health fails during retirement. With the right planning, you can live where you want. Your life, your plan, your way. Aging options help people do a better job of planning for their future. Master your future with a free 30-day trial of the portal. Get access to Aging Options Academy where you can create your own life plan, as well as the Life Plan Organizer, a groundbreaking online platform for managing and sharing your retirement plan, including detailed instructions for those who will need them if something happens to you. The portal gives you everything you need to create a successful retirement, one where you live where you want without running out of money and without becoming a burden. The portal. That's how you master your future. Visit agingoptions.com to start your free 30-day trial. That's agingoptions.com. Don't wait. Join the portal today. Aging Options. Changing the way America thinks of, plans for, and navigates through retirement. Safe. Independent. Living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. 
With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the cost and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers. Let our family take care of yours. Now back to Aging Options. My life, my plan, my way. Changing the way America thinks of, plans for, and navigates through retirement. With life planning coach Rajiv Nagayach. And welcome back to Aging Options. This is Elder Law Attorney Rajiv Nagayach along with my uh, cohort, good friend, uh, Aaron Baker, who I have the privilege of working with in uh, LifePoint Law. So we work together. Aaron does a incredibly good job with the Medicare and the Medicaid programs, particularly helping people qualify for Medicaid benefits so they don't end up uh, having to be the only caregiver when it comes to taking care of some loved one or ending up losing all their money to uncovered medical and long-term care expenses, which can easily happen when you see that the cost of care can be pretty darn high. So, Aaron, before we left, uh, we were talking about the changes that people can expect. I mean, Medicaid program does change over time. What kinds of changes can people expect in 2021 relative to last year? So uh, I think the biggest changes people need to be aware of are not good news for most people who are looking to get on Medicaid, especially if they're waiting till the last minute. You know, there are little changes that make Medicaid easier every year. You get to keep a little bit more money things like that. But the biggest changes I've been seeing, especially since COVID, but really all of the last year, I'm seeing, number one, they have a a new program for how they look at bank accounts that has made it much harder uh, to justify an application. They're, They're pulling up electronic records going back five years, and they question every single transaction over about $300, which they never used to do unless there was something suspicious. So that makes the paperwork up front a lot harder. I'm also finding that old rules that haven't changed are being enforced differently and much more strictly. So it's more important than ever to have me or another elder law attorney on your side helping with your application because things that never would have been questioned before or that would have gone through relatively easily are being scrutinized at a completely different level that I've seen. And then the the last thing that I'm seeing isn't Medicaid itself, but it's facilities uh, response to Medicaid. Uh, At-home services and nursing homes don't require you to privately pay before they will accept Medicaid, but adult family homes and assisted living uh, facilities, if that's what your need is, those do have the right to tell you you have to privately pay for a certain amount of time. And when I started doing this six years ago, it was unheard of for somebody to want two full years. That was crazy. Nobody wanted that much. And now two years is the low end of what I'm seeing. And where even six to nine months ago, there were a lot of places that the geriatric care managers I worked with could find that would go six months or 12 months. 
now even my professional geriatric care managers that are helping my clients are really, really struggling to find anybody that will go less than 18 to 24 months, and those are starting to run short as well. So starting planning earlier is becoming more and more important if you're not going to be staying at home or going directly into a nursing facility. I think, you know, and there are two different issues that you talked about, and it's easy to overlook those because Medicaid, when it comes to it, is just as money, right? That's what it is. If you can qualify for Medicaid benefits, it'll pay for the care costs. But money by itself does not really help you with the real issues in, in planning, which are where will I go? Who will take care of me? It, it, it does address the issue, I, hopefully I won't die broke, but it does not really help you with where will I go. And what, what Aaron, you are saying is that uh, these are conventions. Medicaid doesn't control as to who is going to accept Medicaid, who is not going to accept Medicaid, and you're suggesting that in your experience there are more people, more places that used to accept Medicaid much more easily today are not really accepting Medicaid that easily. Is that what I hear you say? That, that's right. There has been such a huge demand for beds in these facilities, and they make quite a bit more money from people paying privately than they do from Medicaid. So more and more of them are realizing that they can fill their beds with people who are willing to pay privately, so they are less and less willing to take Medicaid early in the stay. Got it. Um so um, so really what you're saying is that money by itself is not going to be the end of it, which is what we've always said in aging options. Money is a means to end and not an end by itself. And you, one of the hallmark differences between the way that you practice elder law and between some of the other elder law attorneys is that you're trying to take a look at the whole picture, right? Because the point is, how do you care for somebody so you don't lose your sanity? that the loved one can have as good a quality of life as is possible under the conditions without them running out of money. So if that kind of appeals to clients and they say, yeah, I want diet like that, that, that's a better approach, how do people get a hold of you, Aaron? I, I can be reached through uh, the Aging Options website. There is, there is a link for setting up appointments with me. I'm more than happy to give out my direct phone number for my office. That is... Two five three two three seven seven zero three six and two five three two three seven seven zero three six. Let me repeat that again. Two five three two three seven seven zero three six. And what should they do when they call you? Do they just leave a message, or what do you want them to? What information would you like for them to give you so you can return the call and be helpful to them? So if I don't pick up, which I do spend a lot of time at my desk working on these applications, so I, I try to answer my phone whenever it rings, if at all possible. But if you do leave a message, the most important information for me to have so that I, I know how quickly I need to get back to you and, and how urgent I need to find a spot on my calendar, uh, the, the biggest things are what level of panic are you in? You know, Are you somebody who just got diagnosed or your your loved one just got diagnosed today with dementia but you're not really seeing any signs and we have some time to do a lot of planning or are you somebody whose loved one is in a nursing home paying thirteen thousand dollars a month and they're down to their last twenty thousand dollars in the bank and you need to figure out how we get medicaid started in the next month I'm, i'm going to respond to everybody quickly but 
some people need to be on my calendar a lot faster, and I need to start having a plan in mind before I even make that first phone call. Got it. Okay. And the phone number again for you to be reached directly is 253-237-7036. Aaron, thank you for joining us this Saturday, and, and I hope you'll come back again. I certainly intend to uh, bring you back again because I know as, as the time goes on, people will have more questions about how what Medicare is, what Medicaid is, remains to be seen, what changes will happen under the Biden administration. But certainly, you are a, a permanent fixture up there. If people are dealing with uh, incapacities of a family member, you don't have to go it alone. There is a lot more help that is available. And no, you don't have to be broke in order for you to be able to access the Medicaid benefits under Medicaid. And Aaron Baker would be a good person to have on your side because he can guide you through the process so you can live your life as good as possible without running out of money and without losing your sanity in the process. Thank you, Aaron. Have a good weekend and Happy New Year to you. Thank you for having me. You bet. And, uh, you know, I would say normally that that leaves a line open and you can call it uh, 1-800-465-8770, which you can still do. But we have Kevin, who is calling from Tacoma. Let's go to Kevin and see what he has on his mind. Welcome, Kevin. What can we do for you? Well, um, I have a question about my mother. She um, signed up for she got signed up for Medicare late. She didn't sign up when she was 62 or 65. One of her friends got her all signed up at 77. Okay. And uh, and she also, her friend also set her up with Medicaid. Um, and I have just gotten involved. She's, she has some obvious cognitive impairment, and I've just gotten involved helping her pay her bills and stuff. And... I've found out that she has an IRA that I didn't know about, and I'm sure she forgot about, and um, it's about $6,000 and change, but she's getting Medicaid. Um, Do I need to do something about that? Yeah, if she forgot about that, I think Medicaid would be available to her only when she has no more than $2,000 to her name, and particularly if she's dealing with cognitive impairments. So now that you you are, you have found out, you should as quickly as possible let Medicaid know that this is the amount of money she has and then use the money, spend it down on her expenses. For example... Buy her uh, whatever, if she's going to be cremated when she passes away, prepay the cremation plan. If she needs some clothes, she needs some furniture, etc., go ahead and use that money to buy that down. And then let Medicaid know that this is uh, something you discovered and you were not aware of the existence of this IRA, which conceivably could uh, disqualify mom from Medicaid. And Medicaid has the option under a hardship provision to acknowledge this extra money and still continue to keep her on Medicaid. That will depend on the worker that you work with up there. And you may want to actually, if, if you're willing to not take that battle on yourself, you're willing to go ahead and, and have someone navigate this journey for you, then call Aaron Baker. He would be, he'd be the guy who can give you at least how Medicaid likely is going to react to this news that mom had more money than she was allowed. Okay, very good. Okay. Um, can I ask one more question? Yes, yeah, sure. We have 30 seconds left, so real quick. 
Okay. Um, she she still owns her house, and I'm wondering if she was to say it's it's a, uh, a tax assessed at four hundred thousand dollars. If she was to sign that over to me, then yeah. Is, no, you don't want to do any of that. You really need to talk to what it's worth. Yeah, you need to talk to Aaron Baker. Anytime, the moment you said your mom owns a home and she's on Medicaid, you need to talk to Aaron Baker. Let me do this. Uh, stay on hold. Uh, the board up will take your phone number, and uh, I'll, I'll call you back after the show is done. With that, thanks, everyone, for joining in.